Hello and welcome to what Psy calls Al's Apex. This is my take on the Grand Prix throughout the season. Psy will join in when he can, when he's not doing dad duties. But uh, seeing as he's got one on the way, well, one on the way, it's going to be here this time next week. Um, yeah, I can't see that happening too soon. <laughs> So, the Spanish Grand Prix at the Circuit of Catalonia, we didn't expect a great race. Um, and that's not what we got. Um, Mercedes won quite easily in the end. It was a great strategy, and Hamilton deserved it. Uh, Verstappen came second. I tried to hang on, but he just couldn't manage to... His tyres just let him down in the end, but he managed the tyres ever so well. Um, Bottas came third, but... So what, I mean, there was a time there where it looked at, it was going to be a bit interesting, where Bottas maybe was going to be selfish, and he wasn't going to let Hamilton pass. But in the end, Hamilton just went, get out of the way. And he did. So point number two, Max Verstappen's overtake on the first lap. Fantastic manoeuvre. He didn't show no respect to Hamilton at all. He really, he's just really racing and taking him on. It seems more over time, like Verstappen's the only one on that grid who has the means to, maybe, but also has the ability just to say, no, Lewis, no. You're not getting your own way. I'm here, and I'm here to stop you. It feels like he's really wanted the balls to do that. Um, also, Jensen Button once said afterwards, uh, after the race, he said, Verstappen is the most naturally talented driver he's ever seen, which is a big thing to say. We think of the drivers that have gone before him, Senna, Schumacher, all the others. You know, maybe he's going to prove him right. Point number three, Antonio Giovinazzi's pit stop. It was remarkable. He came in to have a change of tyres, and first of all, there was chaos. All you could see was just the engineers and the mechanics running around everywhere, fellas with tyres running around everywhere. It was just it was just absolute madness. What had gone on? It was it happened that quickly you couldn't really see. Only we, only we saw the replay, we saw what had happened. One of the tyres had to puncture in. How can a new tyre have a puncture in? And you could quite clearly see the puncture. It wasn't something little, it was big. Doubt that. I'm not one for, for conspiracy theories. I am really. But had <laughs> something gone on there because there was no way a tyre with a puncture that size and should have got anywhere near that car. But it did, which is very, very mysterious. Right, point number four. Yuki Sonoda dropping out the race in lap eight. I kind of did a little jig of joy and little clap of happiness when his car just mysteriously stopped on lap eight because I wasn't happy at all with him during qualifying he qualified 60th which is four places behind Gasly but he blamed everyone apart from himself uh, on that the, the, the car radio after qualifying he, he, all he did was this effing car which you know blame everyone but yourself hey mate then on the way back to when he got to his car he's walking back to the garage uh, some journalists um, and uh, some of the TV people kind of ambushed him because they knew he was angry, he was, gonna, he was liable to say something, and he did. And he was saying things like, you know, the car's no good, he should have the same car as his teammate. Basically, what he was, he was blaming his mechanics, which is not it's not good. That's not part of being a team. Now, you know, he blamed his, he blamed his mechanics, and then the next day in the race, his car mysteriously dropped dead on lap eight. I wonder why that happened. Point number five. Aston Martin underachieves again. Now, if I read Planet, uh, planetf1.com the other day, and apparently the uh, mechanics in the team have heavily demoralised 
because Lawrence Stroll wants to do things differently than they want to do. He just wants them to copy Mercedes, which is why they were so good last year. But really, it's not their car. They want to develop a different car. And they're quite—they're a good team. They're quite innovative, but they're not being allowed to use their ideas to, to make their own car. They're effectively working on somebody else's car, so they're not engaged with it. It's—it's it's, you know, it just isn't theirs. And that's why Aston Martin aren't doing very well at the moment. Uh, and it's, apparently, it's Stroll's way or the highway. Um, so his mechanics aren't happy, and it's just that when you get down happiness in the team, it spreads. It spreads very, very quickly, and that does explain. Why Aston Martin are where they are at the moment, they should be a lot higher, and they're not. Point number six. This was a result which I don't think was really picked up on enough or discussed enough, maybe, um, afterwards. So, yeah, Fernando Alonso, you know, former world champion, driving for Alpine, which is the Renault Works team. He finished 17th. 17th? He finished below both Williams. So... Think about that, right? Fernando Alonso finished in a works Renault below Nicholas Latifi. As the kids say these days, let that sink in. Right, point seven, my final point. This point all stems from a piece of commentary uh, in the race. Uh, uh, Leclerc was fourth at the time, and he was quite clearly going to finish fourth as well, barring Eddie disaster, engine failure, anything like that. He was like 20-odd seconds ahead of fifth. And uh, Crofty on Sky Sports said, oh, Leclerc's going to finish fourth. He's had a great drive. He did have a great drive. He's, he's had a great drive. Oh, Ferrari are going to be so pleased with that. That's a great result. And then Martin Brundle said, yeah, and Sainz is looking to finish sixth or seventh. That's a really good weekend for Ferrari. And I thought, no, it isn't. That's a terrible weekend for Ferrari, or it should be. Why do we consider fourth and sixth a good weekend for Ferrari these days? Why is that? I mean, that's a good weekend for Aston Martin or, or Alpine or McLaren, maybe. Uh, it's a great weekend for Alfa Romeo, certainly, on the likes of them and Alfa Tori. But for Ferrari, that's just not good enough. So I'm going to end this edition of Al's Apex with a question. And the question I want to leave you with is this. Have we, when I say we, I mean you, I mean me, I mean F1 commentators, F1 supporters, you know what, maybe even Ferrari themselves. Have we accepted the decline of Ferrari far too easily? I think we have. And that's it for this edition of Owl's Apex, my not-so-immediate reaction to the Spanish Grand Prix. I'm looking forward to the next one in two weeks' time. It's Monaco, which is just a... Biggest glamour thing in the world ever. Um, yeah, love it. I just hope the weather's nice and all the yachts are out and all that. It'd be great. I hope there's a bit of a crowd there, but it's France, so there might not be. Anyway, it'll be a good race, I hope. And uh, look forward to speaking to you all again then. And by then, don't forget, Sai's going to be a dad again. Oh, that'd be nice. Right then, bye everyone. <laughs>